Yo, welcome back to the podcast. My name's Roddy, and on my left, I have. Reading. So, this is uh, season two, episode two of the uh, Electronics Podcast. Yes, uh, Braden, what will we get into today for so this podcast? For today, we're going to do some new phones and laptops that came out last year. And we're going to talk about it and maybe have a questions for each other. But for the first phone that came out last year was the Samsung Galaxy Fold 2. It's a phone that can, it's it's like the size of a normal phone, doubled, but it can flip close. It has two screens. Well, but they're connected. Yeah, you can connect. You yeah, can, if you open you, it. Yeah, you can connect them. It could be a tablet in a way. Yeah. Or you could uh, go to two different apps on two different screens. And then uh, for the next one, we have the Samsung Galaxy Note 20, which comes with like a little pen to use. And it, it looks, it looks kind of weird. It's like an odd shape. It has like three uh, like cameras horizontally, which is odd. But I got a question for you, Braden. Yes. Um, which 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 one would you rather have, Apple or Samsung? Uh, Apple, just because more people have it and. I could FaceTime each other without like have to use like a third party app. Mm-hmm. But for the third phone, it's the uh, Samsung Galaxy A series. Uh, it looks like an odd phone. It, but it it seems seems like a pretty decent phone. But now for the fourth phone, we have the Google Pixel 4a and 4a XL, which is. Uh, just like a Google phone, like they've been trading phones for not that not that long, but they've been they've been uh, creating phones. And then uh, the fifth phone or sixth, whatever fifth fifth, is the uh, iPhone 12, which is the newest iPhone that you can get, and it comes in the iPhone 12, 12 Pro, and 12 Pro Max. So I have a question about iPhone. Yeah. Do you really think when they come out with a new iPhone, do you really think that they change different things about it? Well, I feel like they like it's the same. Maybe they they change like the cameras or something or like the hardware inside. I don't feel like they change too much of it. Maybe the layout like for the 12 it's kind of got like an iPhone 5 border kind of. Uh-huh. But it really hasn't changed much. Maybe like the appearance of it, but I don't really think anything internally changes. Throughout the years, um, it hasn't really changed. It's just got bigger, bigger. Just well, like yeah. the Apple company has just got bigger. Yeah. Um, they made computers, um, headphones, phones, of course, uh, Apple TVs that yeah. you connect to your actual TV and yeah. they play stuff on it. So. With Apple doing their thing, how do you think they're going to expand throughout the years? Well, I've seen a lot of memes where they have, like, the entire back of the phone is just cameras. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it'll get to that point, but I feel like they'll double, like, cameras. I, I feel like they'll add more cameras. I don't feel like they'll overload the entire back of it. But I feel like, I feel like the phones might get bigger, sort of, and probably... I, I don't know, they'll probably get bigger with like more cameras or something. But and they and like in realistic or futuristic shows they're like see through. Like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I, I feel like that won't happen but it's definitely possible. So when you become a father yeah. if you be, if you decide to become a father, yeah. what what age would your kids get phones at? 
Well, let me ask this. What age did you get your first phone at? I got my phone when I was 11. So, not too long ago, but I still had a phone. So, But I'd probably give my, my kid a phone, like, uh, before middle school. So, yeah. it's just because, like, I know how I've been through. I would know it's it's what I would want. But what about you? I, I got my first phone when I was 9 or 10. It was it was a bad phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bad phone. It was like an iPhone five. It's not, it's not a bad phone. That was like a, that was like a thing. Yeah, but with kids, I'm a, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get that I'm gonna get I'm gonna go through the tablet stage. Like yeah, they yeah, go yeah. from a tablet upgrading to a phone. I probably get them like a cheaper phone just to see how they do. Yeah, like, to see a good, how they do. But, cheap but phone. they're gonna keep that tablet. Like I'm gonna give them an iPad, of course, iPad, so they can FaceTime me whenever they want to. Yeah. But. I'm gonna see how they progress as a person going with the phone, um, teaching them how to use it, how to go through it. So I don't, I don't know about your parents, but my parents said like I have like a certain amount of screen time and stuff, and like, like uh, I have Life 360 and stuff. So would you do that to your kids, or would you not really care? Um, it depends on what age they get. When they get to about eighth, seventh or eighth grade i might let him loose a little bit yeah i got life 362 but um, my dad really doesn't check it um because of, like i'm a responsible kid but yeah. when my kid decides to be or when he becomes more responsible yeah. i wouldn't i'll lay off of him and let him um let him be himself yeah because with life 360 the kids in the kid's mind they have that all my dad and my mom are watching me. I can't really do anything I want. But without Life 360, you you could do anything you want. But my kid has to be responsible enough to yeah. get to get that to to get to that stage. And so that's just that's just me as a person. I I would have Life 360 for my kids just because I, I want them to be safe. And if something happens, I would get notified. And uh, I would set screen time. When they're younger, just because like I don't want them staying up, I want them to get good sleep. But as they get older, I'll like disable it or whatever. But mm. now for the sixth phone, we have a Sony Xperia Pro, and I didn't know Sony made phones. To be honest, I thought they were just like a TV and PlayStation company. I didn't actually know they made a phone, and the phone looks pretty pretty good. But for the for the seventh phone, we have uh, the LG Velvet, which is. If if you can see it, it doesn't look. It looks quite weird. It's just the way it's shaped and the way the camera on the back is and stuff. And uh, that's all for the phones. But for the for wait, the let's let's. I'm I'm ask you a few questions. Yeah. With phones, do you feel like it's a big deal that they crack easily? Well, I'd get them a good case because I've dropped my phone a couple of times with this good case. So I'd probably and it's an otter box. So I'd probably get them another otter box. But uh, if if they have it, I I would definitely like I'd be mad if they cracked it. But then again, I would try to find out how they cracked it mm -hmm. and like hopefully it wasn't like such a bad reason. Hopefully it was just like an accident or something. Yeah, and I if know. they did do that, I'd I'd probably have insurance on the phone so I could just get it fixed. Yeah, I heard if you like if you have insurance, yeah, it's going to cost you money, but it's not going to cost you like seven, six hundred dollars yeah. to get the phone fixed. It's going to cost you a good two hundred, three hundred. But that's a good discount. You're saving a couple a hundred, couple hundred dollars, so that's good. But do you feel like phones break too easily? Well, I I 
used to have like a Samsung, and I'd drop it all the time without a case or with a case, and it really wouldn't crack. But my sister had an iPhone, like it wasn't a good iPhone, it was just like an older iPhone, and she dropped it with a case, it wasn't even that much of a drop, but it was on its face, and it did slightly crack a little bit. So I feel like Samsung phones are built like more tough and not as fragile as iPhone, so mm-hmm. if I wanted to get my kid a phone, I'd probably get him like a cheaper like Samsung phone, like a good Samsung phone, but I and if he didn't crack it for like a year or so, I'd probably buy him a, like a newer iPhone. But now going back to iPhones, I have a question. So if you didn't have an iPhone out of the phones I said, which one would you go with? I will the probably. Galaxy Fold 2, the Note 20, the Galaxy A series, the Pixel 4 and 4XL, um, or the Sony Xperia Pro or the LG Velvet. I'm going to go with that two-screen phone. The fl- uh, The Fold? The fold, yeah, because just the way it's built, you could do a lot of things. If that was made by Apple, that would yeah. be the best thing ever because what if you're on FaceTime with somebody and they say to take you off pause? You could take them off pause, but can, you can continue continue doing what you're doing. So I like that, the way the way that phone is. Well, if if that phone was like that, if it, if it did have two of those screens, I wish you could, like, play a game on one side and, like, call someone or do something else on the other side. Or, like, if you rotate it, like, 90 degrees where it's, like, uh, vert- or, like, whatever it's on its side, you could have, like, you could have, like, you could watch something on the top, and then you could, like, play a game at the bottom. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, that's, that's crazy how phones are changing this world. Um... With us ending on phones, how do you feel that computers are going to get into the world? Well, I feel like you can't find like a good, like a like a $500, like a brand new, like not sold, mm-hmm. like after buying. I feel like you can't find like a, like a Xbox or PlayStation in stock in uh. my area. So I don't know how it is around the world, but in my area, I can never find them in stock. I want to buy one. But I'd rather just go with the computer because it is, it would have Microsoft, so I would be able to, like, keep my accounts and stuff. And I would sell my Xbox, but I would be able to upgrade it and stuff. So, uh, I would be able to upgrade it to the point where, to the point where it could get better than a PlayStation and, uh, or an Xbox. Um, now that we finish our main topic... Uh, with it being Black History Month, we get into the one person that changed our um, our world as it is. So, um, this is Braden's pick for today. Uh, this is Harriet Tubman. A lot of people know Harriet Tubman. Um, she was born March uh, 1822, and she passed away uh, March 10th, 1913. So, how do you feel that what Harriet Tubman did, how do you feel about that? Well, I I definitely think she did, like, a good thing. She she got slaves out of the southern areas where slavery was happening, and she brought them up to, like, the northern states. I feel like she was really risking her life, but she did successfully, like, like do a like transfer like a lot of slaves um through those whatever what is it railroads or something uh underground yeah yeah, underground were they actually underground or were they still above ground i I don't i think they were underground yeah they were underground 
Oh. Well, that's just cool what she did. She really risked her life, but she did successfully transfer a lot of slaves to the northern areas. So she was a great leader. She did. She's done a lot of good things in her life. She saved 70 slaves by the Underground Railroad, as we mentioned already. Yeah. But do you think... How, why do you think she was able to accomplish that? Uh, I feel like she was able to accomplish that because... Um, well, I feel like she found it trying to run away. She found those areas trying to escape. And then she realized she could help a lot of people, like a lot of people uh, get out of their slavery areas. Mm -hmm. So if you were in her, if you were in her shoes, if you found the way out, would you go back to save all those people? And would you stop it? Well, would you go back to save all those people, or would you just leave to to save yourself? Just be honest. Well, I'd probably stay, like, not a slave. Like, I'd, I'd probably stay up there for a little bit until I realized, like, I could save more people's life, and then I would go back the same way I came. And I'd try to get as, like, large amount of... I'd do it at night. I'd get a very, like, the largest amount of people I can get, mm -hmm. and I'd transfer them all at once. And then I'd probably tell him just to keep going like north, and I'd go back and keep getting more, so mm. I can get I can make as much progress in one day, and not take them all the way there, and then have to come back, because oh, okay. that'd be a lot of walking. And I feel like she only did one trip like a night. Um, she was a very good leader. So, why do you feel that she's? Why do you feel that, uh, why did she do that? Why do you feel that she did that? Well, I feel like she, she wasn't selfish and she wanted to help people. I feel like she, she really was like a good person at heart. And I feel like she, I don't know if she did, but she probably stayed up north for a little bit mm -hmm. until she realized that she could save and help more people. Okay. I'm reading something right now. It says... Tudman escaped Philadelphia only to return to Maryland to rescue her family soon after. So, she was a slave in Philadelphia. That means she walked from Philadelphia to Maryland um, all the way to go save her family. Uh, Brayden, how many miles is um, Philadelphia from Maryland walking? Uh... Uh, I'm searching it up right now, and walking it would take 52 hours or 155.7 miles. So 52 hours walking, that is two, no, that is two days and a couple hours, but, uh. And, and uh, she probably stopped for sleep or food because she probably got hungry. Yeah. And then she probably didn't take the route that the Google says, so she might, it might have been longer or shorter, but she, yeah. probably, she probably didn't take that route. She might have taken a different one. But, but, um, would you walk that far to save your family? For my family? Yeah. I, yeah, I would do it for my family. Now, since I walked that far to get out of slavery, I would stay there for a little bit. And then I'd probably realize that I could save more people, but it would just be a long task, so I might do it not I might not do it as much. But I would I would definitely I would definitely help people. So it says here that she was a she was a spy 
for um she was just a spy period do you think um while she was a slave do you think she was a spy also or she was just a slave alone i feel like i don't know because like if she was a like if she was a spy for like the people's and wait, so are you saying if she was a spy for like the people who have owned the slaves? Yeah, if she was a spy to go get them to go get the slaves and oh, just come out. Like if she if she escaped herself and she uh she got sent back yeah, from yeah, by someone. Yeah. So what are you asking? So I'm asking, do you think she was sent there? Wait, never mind. She was born. She was born in a slave camp. I'll take that back. Yeah. Um. She was adopted, I see. Uh, her parents did not have the same name. She had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight siblings. Um, that is four, four sisters and four brothers. So that is amazing. Um, so do you think with her being adopted? Yeah. And let's get into it, the, the adopted stage. Why do you think? It's so hard for people to adopt kids. Well, I feel like she wasn't really adopted. I feel like she was forced into a different family, so she wasn't close to her actual family. I feel like that's just what people did back then, but I don't really know. Um. Now we get in. We move on. We move past that. We move past that. Uh, Black History Month yeah. person. Now, um, we will get into Speedway Spotlight in uh in a moment, but adoption. Would you ever adopt a kid? Well, I try to have my kid of a kid of my own, but for some people that doesn't always work out their way. Mm -hmm. So if I couldn't actually make my own kid, I would go into adopting someone. Now I'm not trying to be racist, racist, but I would get someone my same skin tone. Mm -hmm. Or if I was like with a like a like a black person, yeah. a light skin, I would try to get like someone like if we had a kid, it would look like that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be racist, but that's just personal preference. I know what you're saying because um, some people get attacked by like they could be white and uh, they have a black baby next to them. They mm. they get attacked by like oh my god you have a black baby oh my god I'm so but, sorry. Yeah, there's but, like there's like a lot of different reasons you could either adopt them or you just have like a spouse who's like colored. But, like, it's just a stage of getting the kids out of foster homes. Yeah. Because the kids need families. Their mom, dad are leaving them. But they need homes to stay. But it really doesn't matter what skin color you are. Yeah. What, just, it doesn't matter. But I get what you're saying. You don't want to get attacked as a person for who you adopt. But, um, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm just going to adopt it. I'm just gonna adopt kids just so they get out of that yeah. stage of being in that foster homes. Uh, and then I heard a few Wait. stories about yeah. foster homes and no. how bad they are. Yeah, I have a question for you. So, yeah. would you adopt someone who's like like baby, like infant age, or would you adopt someone who's like a little bit grown, like one or two, maybe three? Um, at that age, I will. I will. It doesn't. I will. Um, I'll do both because. If they're one, two, or three, they're still in that growing stage a little bit. Yeah. But if they're an infant, I get to like, I get to like fully grow up with them. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So with one or two, it's gonna be hard because, um, you don't know how they act, you don't know how they yeah. feel, you don't know what they do. So it's just a learning stage when you adopt somebody. Now, Brayden, 
now that we got wait, off wait. that wait before uh if you did adopt someone would you ever tell them they're adopted like when they get older like when they'll understand it or would you not when they get mature i'm gonna adopt them well, I'm going to tell them they're adopted, but I'm going to make sure it's the right time. Yeah. I'm not going to make sure it just it just hurts them as a person. Yeah. But I'm going to tell them the truth because they need to know the truth. Yeah. And they're going to be old enough and mature enough to know the truth. And then if you did foster care, would you go for, like, you know, foster care is you like, mm-hmm. watch someone. You might adopt them. Would you go for someone younger or, like, kind of older, like 10, maybe younger? Um, For foster care. I'll go... I'd go older because there's not much stuff to there's not much stuff to learn, but there is in a way. So yeah. with learning, you gotta potty with babies, you gotta potty train, um, change diapers. But with 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 them a little bit older, they know how to they know how to use the bathroom. Yeah. Um, they know how to do all the stuff a ten year old would do. But the only thing I would think of of right now is school and just life in general just getting them food getting food on the table getting shelter so are we done with the adoption topic for now uh yeah for now okay now for speedway spotlight we have a special um speedway spotlight for today uh brayden you go ahead and announce your speedway spotlight but before you do that we are yep. changing speedway spotlight we're not just doing students we're yeah. doing Students and teachers. Now that leads on to Braden's Speedway Spotlight. Now yeah. Braden, go ahead and get into it. So for my Speedway Spotlight, I chose the seventh grade English teacher, Miss Carlson. Now I had her last year. I'm in eighth grade now, but she like she's a really good teacher. She was nice. She always gave out. She mostly gave out rewards for people who like participated in stuff, which made people want to participate more. She. Uh, I like after lunch I'll go up there and talk to her for a little bit me and a couple of my friends will she's she's like always there she's very nice she's she's not that old so she'll probably keep teaching here for a little bit now maybe when I get older if she still teaches here I will definitely maybe come back and say hi but I feel like she deserves the speedway spotlight because she's she like you can go over there and talk to her and she'll and she'll like respond to you and she'll like She'll like she'll like help you get through something if you need to. She's like she's super nice. Like I can't really explain it that much. Uh, I wish I I wish I got held back just to have her again. But then again, I want to progress and go to a good college. Um, that'll be it for our uh, podcast for February third. We'll be back tomorrow, February fourth, with another podcast. Um, Rod and Braden out. Peace.